Do we need to do an intro? Negative. Intro no. it. No? Why? No, I, think quick intro. I think that was... You want us to do a canned one? Yes. Just do it real fast. <laughs> no? Why are you right. looking you like that? To, and you, I was gonna. I was trying to say that's the good intro. Is just say you want to do an intro, and then you just start talking. <laughs> okay, you ready? You guys want to do an intro? No. <laughs> nice. Let's go. All right. Welcome to a marriage. A marriage. Yeah, a marriage. Welcome to the marriage. Welcome to I'm- hell. <laughs> Get ready. Buckle your seats because it's going to be a wild ride. Welcome to the Marriage Very Unfiltered Podcast. Ugh. My name is Lisa Carter. My name is Jeff Carter. I'm Alyssa Field. And I'm Brian Field. We're four very broken best friends. Trying to help other best friends. Exposing our crap. <laughs> By removing all the filters. <laughs> That's awesome. Hang in there, guys. It's going to be a fun ride. <sighs> Yeah, I just emotional. Um, But God, I just bring it to you, and um, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) But I thank you for it, and um, it's been a hard week. And uh, um, God, I I just I pray that you just uh, just cover us right now. I pray for your your covering. I guess is the best thing to say is just a hedge of protection around us in this podcast and just things that know that things that we say, God, um, people hear and you know, they, they can take it all different ways. And God, what our heart's desire is and our prayer is, is that it's received well. And, uh, so I, I apologize for, for what I said last week. And I pray that, um, people hear that sincerity and, and just, uh, uh, receive it with grace and mercy. But God, I just pray that you um, remove the enemy right now. I pray that you clear him out. You bind him and his demons. He has no place here. Your authority is is what covers us right now. And so we, we thank you for that. And I just pray that you bless this conversation. And I pray that people, like I said, receive it well. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. There were some things on the podcast that, that were said last week that I um, was brought to my attention. And actually, it didn't even have to be brought to my attention. When I listened back on it, I immediately had regrets. So I feel like I owe not only Alyssa an apology for what was said, but I hope that people um, that listen to it, specifically women, know that my heart is not, um, I don't even know what the word word to say. It, my heart is good, and and I adore Alyssa, um, and I think she's absolutely beautiful. And I know that women struggle with their beauty, and so for the things that I said about working out um, came off wrong last last week, and I just don't want anybody to doubt their their identity and who they are, and and their, their identity through Christ based upon some silly things that I said. So I don't know if that's a good apology. It's from my heart. I don't, I'm kind of stammering. Yeah, no, No, I I do. I mean, I think that that, and like I said last week, it really did resonate with me and I do, we have had these conversations. And so I did know where you were coming from, but I will say, honestly, um, 
it was a place where I was like, okay, I got to do better. I got to, I got to get up before, you know, it's like you said, okay, that really isn't my issue. My issue is it's not that I need her up when I get up or when I'm late before I leave, but the issue is, um, being healthy and, and all that. And so then it's like, okay, then I got to get up at six 30 and get on the treadmill and then I'll be on the treadmill when he leaves. And so I don't have to talk to him. And, you know, it's just like, it just adds more to my plate on what else do I have to do? Um, and so it just puts more pressure. Yeah. I'm sorry. So indirectly, even though that wasn't the issue, like you said, it wasn't the issue. It becomes pressure for me to, achieve and continue to strive to be what you want me to be because we're partners and I want you to see me and go, man, I think, you know, there's there, I don't want to change things about her. So then when I do see that there's something that I'm not doing that fully satisfies and, you know, you know, it's kind of one of those deals where just inwardly, I look at the way you look at me and I'm like, well, he loves me, but he wants me to do X, Y, and Z or be X, Y, and Z. And so even though you're like, that wasn't the issue, it's something that I strive to, was striving to change because I want to be, I want you to think that I'm healthy. I want you to think that I'm, you know, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's really... Yeah, it was just a, a really tough week to try and because that's the thing is like we lead captivating. We talk to the we talk to women all the time about identity and and who they are in Christ. And so I I I really do I don't care what people think about me, but I do truly care what you think about me. And so to hear that I'm not enough, even though you don't say that, that's what I hear and that's what I have to process and fight those lies and do all those things. So, yeah, I guess we talked about it earlier and just may get edited. Um, um, after the podcast last week, we sat down and sort of discussed a little bit of it and, we came in at a different angle. I came in, I was wanting to come in at a different angle, but essentially what it turned out to be is like a double down to what Brian said on the podcast. And we talked us four about it. And the process for the week for me was last we recorded last Tuesday and Wednesday, you're right, last Wednesday. And Thursday morning, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm correct in what I said. And um, Lisa and Alyssa are not receiving it. And it turned into, for me, for about 36 hours of they don't understand and they're living a double standard. And then I so really like, explain that a little bit more. How, yeah, like, sorry. Was, yeah. So the said. double standard of, of, of accountability. And so the double down was based on accountability and regardless of what's going on in anyone's life, they need to be held accountable. And Brian and I have 
been holding each other accountable and we wanted you guys to hold each other accountable. And, and that's, that's fair to ask, but what we're wanting to be held accountable for wasn't fair. And at the time I thought it was. And then the next 36 hours of, no, I'm, I'm right because it is all the same. And then realizing that what I said was not the same, but above all is beyond my scope. I don't need to be involved in that stuff. That's, that's for couples to decide. And then it really affected me. In our, in our in our in our relationship and it's it's been a bad last two days understanding what the ramifications could could potentially be I mean bottom line I mean that this type of conversation ends friendships can it can end friendships and uh, I started realizing that and then you look back and you're in clarity and you realize that that was just stupid in the end it was stupid and it was foolish and you can see where satan comes in and wants to i mean attack all of us in different ways but attack me in justification for the first 36 hours and i called brian i I think it was the next morning called brian talking about it and i'm i'm tripling down i'm like no no, this isn't right. And I, the reason I wanted to bring it up is I wanted to apologize to both of y'all for what I thought was correct. And in the way I present, I don't know if it comes off on the air, but I'm very convincing of myself that I'm right. So I have no problem telling other people that they're wrong. And so it does not go well if we can't come to an agreement in the end and i am just i'm just truly sorry and really thankful that we're able to at least sit down and talk about it and look to walk out of it yeah and i think that's the beautiful thing about our friendship is when you have a friendship like like ours where we truly walk in relationship with each other but it's centered, it's centered around a relationship with God, too. And so there's nothing that you guys can say that's going to that's gonna affect that. And I want y'all, y'all to know that. And for Alyssa, like, I, you know, I, I'm so, like, this, I feel, like, heavy right now. And I don't know how to verbalize my heart. But it never had anything to do with Alyssa's the way she looks because she's beautiful. You guys that know her know that she's absolutely gorgeous. This is a struggle that she's had for a long time, and I truly wanted to see victory. I want her to win. I want her to um, shove it down the enemy's throat and say, booyah. I'm, <laughs> and, and, and so when, like, so, you know, he, with my relationship with Jeff, he's struggling with something. My my love for him is going to be harsh or it can be harsh. And that's how males respond. Like I can encourage you by being firm. Mm -hmm. 
it is not my job to be firm with her struggles. My job is to be like Jesus. My job is to be merciful and gracious and loving. And I and I and the the way that I said things last week, it didn't come across that way. And so that's what I truly, truly am sorry about. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. It just was a it's just a really hard some correlations were drawn that I didn't agree were really the same thing. And I that's the struggle that I have is I do agree that like I love your heart, Brian, and the fact that you want that for me. I want that for myself. Um, and I have been trying to work it out. Like, you know, you try diets, you try all these things. But that night when it was kind of aired out as to, it's kind of like um, to make an analogy of what I struggle with was something that you guys struggle with. I just, it really just made me feel naked. Like I was being completely exposed and you guys had already talked about it because you were at Wild at Heart together and you guys had had a discussion. Granted, I know that it wasn't long, but it was about accountability. And then Joe, was, someone else was brought into that conversation regarding accountability. And so I just felt completely exposed. And and I'm like, well, if you want me to have accountability, everybody knows. It was just a weird, like, draw me out and 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 all eyes on me is how I felt. And so trying to fight those lies and no, that's the thing is I kept saying, I know God will use it for good. And I know, you know, it's kind of the funny thing is like, I know that God um, is good and he's shown up in my life in so many ways. I mean, just to, I truly, I truly do have victory in who I am and I do have things to offer. And I know the enemy's trying to stop me from doing that. So I feel like when it came from you guys, it was just a, a really, it really just knocked me over because I just, I felt like that I, I, you know, here we go fighting all these lies again. And um, so it, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but um, it just, I've, I, I struggle with this in all, in it's it's not all consuming, but it is the biggest struggle in my life. And so to feel so vulnerable, to feel like a conversation was orchestrated, like, hey, you want to talk about it? And Brian's like, yeah, I kind of do. And I'm like, we talked about it on the podcast. Like, we've talked this through. I know what, you know, I know how this looks. And then I was like, no, we, let's talk about it. And so we sit down and Brian says what he said on the podcast. I'm like, I know these things. And then it escalated to where, um, you know, then it was like, here's a game plan of how you can fix yourself. And then I left and I was like, that was an intervention. I felt like it was an intervention. And and I was like, Brian, what was missing from that and an intervention Mm -hmm. of how to fix me and make me, make me better. And I know that's the thing is, it's like, I know your hearts and I know that that's not your intent, but it just took me, it's taken me a while just to process feelings and be able to put that aside and know that that's, again, I know that's not your heart. It's just a hard battle for me sometimes whenever you get kicked like that to say, my feelings don't matter because I have to process those feelings. 
um, and not dwell in them. But yes, I do understand your heart and the fact that I do want more for myself. And I have tried, you know, I've tried every stinking diet. And then, you know, it reminds me three weeks ago, you were like, hey, let's do Nutrisystem. And I'm like, that's a weight loss diet. And he's like, yeah, well, I could stand to lose 20 pounds. And so indirectly, you're trying to fix me. And I know that that's not the truth, but it feels that way. And then when things like this come up, it reiterates that. And so it's just, it's just hard. It's hard being, it's hard when beauty is attacked in that way through something I'm so insecure in. And I know that I'm not alone in that. I know that many women struggle. And so, um, I mean, I, I just feel like it's a, it is a, whew, when you're exposed in that way, um, it's challenging. And I know God can use all things for good. And so I trust that. And I know, um, you know, I, I get the whole like, buck it up, buddy. Do you're struggling? Well, then just do it. I understand that mentality. And I've tried and I'm still struggling in it. And so I guess that being vulnerable and exposing that is hard because you're exposing it to, to everybody. And then to feel like I've been talked about, it's like, man, okay. So. Well, I have a lot to say. I know you guys are surprised. <laughs> I've been processing yeah, and I should have been, your tongue should have been taking notes. Um, I should have been taking notes cause I have a lot to say, but I'll piece it out. Um, you're a lot more methodical than me. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a head type processor. I'm a gut. Um, First and foremost, I don't see any coincidence in the orchestration of God in our friendship. Um, a lot of what Alyssa just said. So as far as what happened last week, I was I was not part of an intervention. And Satan's attacked me all week, making me fear that you thought that I was. I thought we were going to ref because of what Brian said on the podcast. I was like, y'all can't go home having aired that and then it's there. So we need to help them walk through it. And so when all, all of a sudden the guys are saying we have our own sins that we need to be held accountable for, I was like, whoa, like I was taken aback and granted what they, what Jeff was challenging me on as my husband is one thing, but we've talked about this, him challenging you on something was what he's apologizing the most for because it was out of line and he said that. But as Alyssa's talking about the way it feels when Brian is just trying to help her, I mean, Jeff's not a woman. And so had he been, he would have had those same thoughts years ago about some of the things I tell him. But even so, he's a man, and I'm sure there's multiple times he's gone, I just want you to be proud of me, babe. I just want to be impressive to you. And you're telling me I need to go out and hit the punching bag. I need to go on a run. I need to try this diet. I've said those things. And it that I think God's using your... I mean, we talk all the time about how similar Brian and I are, how similar you two are. He's using our friendship to be a mirror for us that we need to pay attention to because... I'm sitting here going, yeah, I would never tell Alyssa that. I can't believe. And then I, I say stuff to Jeff about how he could be better, how he could sleep better, how he can work harder, how he could drive better. How I mean, it's godless. It really is. And that I've been convicted on in the, in the last week when it comes down to it, you were talking about accountability. And I think that's a misconstrued notion from what God wants us to do when he says spur each other on as brothers and sisters, I think we need to inspire each other. 
because knocking each other over the head, it's not working. We just go back to our shame. We go back to our sin confess cycle and somebody's going, stop it. Okay. I'm so sorry. I did it again and I won't do it again. And then I'm back into my sin. So that's not the rubber band on the wrist, all of that. That's behavior modification. And what God's calling us to is heart modification. And so I even challenged our group over text, like, let's not hold each other accountable. Let's be in discipleship with one another. Let's pursue knowing God and spurring, inspiring each other to pursue Christ so that our hearts are modified. And I cannot give a rip about what Jeff is doing in his life. He has to find his own motivation for what drives him. And so what's a victory in Alyssa's life, what's victory in my life, what's victory in Jeff's life, what's victory in Brian's life looks different. So victory for Alyssa honestly probably means I'm just going to love myself. And it's not a size or a weight. It's I want to love. And I know that's what you're saying you want, but she's not going to find that victory by hitting the gym for three hours a day. She's going to find that victory by receiving what God says about her. And so what we do is we speak those over each other as a challenge for us to know and hear what God is saying to us. And so I told you I had a lot. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's my challenge. And I, um, we totally went left field on today's podcast because we knew this was something it's out there. You guys heard what was said on the podcast last week and we, it didn't, it didn't rest well with any of us for this whole week. Our friendship's too valuable. Um, Satan knows that this podcast is too valuable and he tried to come after it. And it was, I, I told all of you guys, Hey, listen to the podcast we just recorded before that conversation. There's a lot of irony in what we said and walked away with, we should have listened to ourselves before. Yeah, it was super hard to listen to as well. It was like, dang it. I know the answer, but then you're hurt and you're, you know, and then you're, you try not to let your feelings get the best of you because you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it is, it's, it was, it was really hard. Cause it's like, I know the right answer. I yeah. know that that's what I need to do. It's just hard. And I think we we decided to be, I mean, we could have resolved this on our own and moved on and talked about the next topic, but we call ourselves unfiltered. And so I appreciate that you guys were like, no, let's, let's hash it out. We've said we're going to have these kinds of topics, but we think some of you guys need to hear what it sounds like real life. So babe, please forgive me for the words that I've said in our marriage and the attitude that I've had in the passive aggressiveness. I can't promise I'll be perfect, but I'm aware and I appreciate that Alyssa's in my life because I could see that as a mirror in my own life. And I can appreciate that. I can look at Brian and go, dang it. I don't want to be like that. Sorry. No offense. (laughs) I get it a lot. (laughs) Not like that, you know, sort of like that though. But you know, it's the crazy thing about it is like, I know these things too, right? Like God has walked me through it and he's, he's told me plain as day, Brian, this is not your cross to bear. I will take care of Alyssa. But yet, what do I do? I hop in and I try to, I try to help. And I'm using quotation marks. Like I try to help. And it, and, and I think this is a way for God to say, that's see, see what your help does. It, it leads to nothing but hurt and despair. If you just let me do my thing and you trust me with Alyssa, I can, there, there can be healing. There can be a victory. There can be all kinds of things, but it's not going to be from what you do. And some of the, we've talked on the podcast before, the 
the greatest growth in Lisa and Mai's relationship, and I know in Brian's and Alyssa's relationship, and when is when we have done that. Said, That's you right. know what, God, this is this is your cross to bear. Yeah. And wow, Jeff's reading his Bible, and Lisa's forgiving me, and and all these things that have happened just from us letting go, and you know, I hate. Well, I don't say I hate that, but letting go and letting God. <laughs> Such a cheesy, I don't hate that. It's a good saying. It's just a cheesy saying. Yeah, it means nothing if you don't literally. That's right. You That's exactly right. And then you grab it back and say, sorry, God. Yeah. I'm taking it back. Yep. <laughs> but you know what I'm also super thankful for? Is one of our listeners, who's a dear friend of ours, had the courage. To, she heard it. It didn't set well with her, and she brought it to us yeah. where she could have just sat on that and said, you know what, Brian's a little doucher. <laughs> <laughs> but she brought it to us, and t- she talked about it, and she goes, I know that's not your heart. And I, my fear is that other women heard what you said, and they s- started to question their beauty or their identity. And so that's what I want. I want people to walk alongside me and say, hey, what you said was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate that. And I love, I love that feedback. And I love her for having the courage to bring it to us. Yeah, me too. And, and I want that from our listeners. If we're going to truly, like Lisa said, be an unfiltered podcast, then we have to be accountable for what we say. And if there's things that are hurtful or don't set well, we want to know about it and we can bring it to the table and talk about it. Yeah. Because I, we all suck. Without, <laughs> we all suck without Jesus, right? That's right. That's exactly and, right. Uh, I won't let him wear the shirt though. Yeah. And I have a shirt that says, and I I'm suck like, we don't say Jesus. that word at our, at home. So but I not- do, man. And it's like, it's, it's, you, you can walk this life and you can be intimate with Jesus. But guess what? We live in a fallen world and we are going to fall. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I fell, and I'm sorry, and I I love your face, <laughs> and uh, I uh, I just want to apologize again to the people that heard it. Well, and what's great about it is you guys are so I mean you're warriors, right? And so for you to come even on the air and apologize, and and Jeff to be so intentional about apologizing to me since I haven't seen you since last week, um, it was that really means a lot, and it shows the character of who you are. And then tonight, whenever we met with her, it was like you were like, "I so appreciate your feedback. You didn't, you know, bow up and take offense to it. You're very humble and saying, I see your point of view, and that is what warriors do. And so I'm grateful to be married to a warrior who fights for, um, for my heart and for, you know, I think that you, you are, um, you're who you say you are, you are too, Jeff. And so that's really what, what's amazing. And I think that's, um, really admired. And so I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, by the way, I'm thankful for that too. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Flesh. I mean, that we talk about that where if you're not stirring up the Holy Spirit, and even if you are, flesh spills out sometimes. Right. And so it, it wasn't 
I know Brian's heart isn't malicious and I know Jeff's heart isn't, he's not no. the one that brings correction and maliciousness. He's a challenger. Right. Um, but sometimes just flesh and pride, like he said, like he just all of a sudden was like, yeah, y'all need to hold each other accountable. And I, I don't think that either of them have a malicious heart. They just were, I think some flesh kind of spilled up and, um, having the conversation and the humility of laying it down and not just trying to brush it over. Hey, let's have a podcast tonight about money. It it had to be confronted. Jeff couldn't rest with, but he knew it wasn't going to be a phone call or a text. Um, it, he knew it had to be in person. And, and so I appreciate that he is one of the best at apologizing and owning things. And so I do appreciate that from you guys. Yeah. And I think that truly your heart is in the right place and that you guys were really just trying to be helpful. Um, it just, it just, when we talk about women and I mean, you talk about the core of who we are and, and especially like, I think that weight, weight and beauty for women is just like, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of hard anyway. So I know that your hearts were in the right place it, it, and I know that God will use it. And I understand Brian, where you're coming from. That's like, I want this for you. Cause I want you to have victory. Um, but reminding me that I've tried and failed so many times and you just want me to get it. It's like, I understand that too. So I understand, like I said last week, I understand your heart in that. I, and I want that too, but it truly is going to have to continue to be my, my journey and my struggles. And maybe God's allowing me to have these struggles to be able to relate to other women and know I've, I'm there. I, I struggled too. Like I, I, um, there's no such thing as perfection. And so I, I mean, if I was a size nothing and look like, what whatever your perception is of beauty, then you wouldn't find me relatable. But maybe little old me is more relatable. I don't know, but like God is using it for good. And so I'm just grateful to be where I am and to have um, your support, Brian, and friends like you guys is just um, so encouraging. So um, God will use all of this for good. I have no yeah. doubt it will strengthen our friendships. Yeah, I will say like if there's one thing I'm, most thankful for is that these challenges always come back to grow, which means that God is like, yeah, I'm not done with you for yet. And we've known this from a long time ago and we've claimed it from this podcast. Like this community means so much to us that God needed to do something to grow us even deeper than where we were. So we can get more honest about some things. Um, and I'm thankful that's where we have to be thankful for challenges. And, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's the whole thing is we wouldn't be where we are in our marriage had we not gone through the hard stuff. So it's we have to embrace these hard times and obviously process them, but move forward and grow through what we've learned. And every single time with Brian and I, it's like, wow, I didn't think we could be where we are now. And it, <laughs> it does continue to grow us and strengthen us and make us... Um, I don't know. I don't know. You never get to that point where you're like, yes, we made it. No. We're no, here. Just when you're about to think that, then the, like, the floor falls out. Yeah. And you're like, dear Gussie, here we go again. So true. And I just, as we're talking about this, I just keep thinking about like when Lisa and I were struggling in our marriage so much and her heart's desire for me was good, right? She wanted me to know Jesus like she did. 
And she wanted me to be the spiritual leader in the family. Like she knew and saw, you know, in her childhood growing up. And so the things that she did were innocent and, and what she thought was good. Um, she would try to get me in contact with other men that were, you know, living, living the life that they, that God has called them to. Give you scripture or, or a book, yeah, or I would give, drag you like, to small groups. I, I probably or... have a whole bookcase <laughs> of books that Alyssa encouraged me to read, or uh, books that her dad encouraged me to read. <laughs> Jeff has, I think, that whole case behind me. Yeah, so and so you know, it's it's the exact same thing. At that time, I resented it, and I yeah. felt I felt in my heart that I was just not enough. In the fact that I was like, she's doing this because I suck as a husband, as I and I suck as a man. You're not and, living up, and so I'm not living up to the expectations she has, and and I and that's what I'm doing to her right now. And so, you know, the victory in that too is like what you said, Jeff, is when she let go and said, uh, you know, and she apologized to me for the way that she had been disrespectful. And she turned it over to God and God did a miraculous thing at that time. And he changed my heart. Let's keep the expectation low though. (laughs) (laughs) No bodybuilding in my future or anything crazy. Okay. Give it to God and we'll see what happens. No doubt. I was just just thinking when you were talking about beauty earlier and there is no definition of beauty in the Bible. Hey, if you're, this is what makes you beautiful. There's none of that. Any any perception or or definition of beauty is is earthly thoughts and is is calculated on earth. There's nothing in the Bible about it, and I didn't really think about that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I thought thought about through this whole process was there is no justification in the Bible either. If you feel justified in saying something, it's probably wrong <laughs> because Jesus didn't go around. I'm justified in doing this. You know he, who did? The Pharisees. That's right. Mm. That's exactly that's right. So and so if you feel that there is something you absolutely have to tell your spouse about what they did, and it, again, is some sort of justification, in the end, it's wrong. And and so we've heard in the past, and I've said in the past, you may be right, but you're not correct. Mm. Yeah. No, I think it, what I was going to say was very similar as far as Brian made it clear that his his reason he wants her to have victories because he wants her to love herself so that she can just be confident. If she could just walk out in a bathing suit exactly how she is, and that's what I want and with, be for happy. you too. I know, yeah. And you guys have been good about that. And be not looked down on ourselves and come out like ta da. That's victory in their eyes. We think victory means getting to a certain size, and so that is where then we have to start looking at our heart, our vertical relationship and affirmation, like what Jeff was saying, what the definition of beauty has nothing to do with somebody's magazine model idea. And the freaking enemy has taken that and stolen. God created us innately with beauty. And beauty is not a description of anything physical. God they they call they look at upon God and call him beautiful. Well nobody could even look at God. Right, so they knew God was beautiful without visualizing Him, and of course, that's the one thing that Satan wants to go. This isn't beautiful. This sucks. 
this is what, and so one of the truths I've been telling myself every single morning, my weight doesn't define my beauty and nor does it define how lovable I am. And that's, that's, um, I don't believe that yet. I have to tell that to myself every day, but I don't believe that yet. And I hate, hate, hate that that is my mindset. Well, and I think that's the struggle for women. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you know, Satan came after y'all. He was the most beautiful creature and God made y'all to become beauty incarnate on earth. And he hated that. So, I mean, I don't know. That's the reason why we struggle in that. And there is no victory in it to me other than just the love of Christ. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm probably, I might be speaking out of turn here, but I don't see, I don't see where women secure themselves in beauty. It just, it's just got to be in Christ and and beauty is sort of like an afterthought, I guess. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think for, I think that just the having, confidence like being being me and being confident in that and showing my confidence to Brian that's beauty to him it's not when you get to this point and so because of this week and everything that's gone on it just takes time it's kind of like I don't even I if this doesn't make sense I'm sorry but it's like it's kind of like that love bank is shattered in a beauty way where it's like I I was brought so low that I don't feel worthy or, or pretty or, you know, I even made the comment that I was like, well, it's going to be a while because <laughs> I don't want to, oh, I said that to you. I didn't say that to Brian, <laughs> my dad, but it was like, just to show up, just to be there for Brian and just to love him well, it just is going to take some time. So it's like that rebuilding of reminding myself that, that I am enough and that, you know, just being secure in that to be able to, to offer myself to you and not have all those thoughts going through my mind. That's victory. And I think that that is, is that right? That's beauty to you when I'm confident. And this may get edited, but (laughs) Lisa and I are uh, listening to audio books about sex. And um, I honestly forgot what it's called. The Good Girl's Guide and the Good Guy's Guide to Great Sex. That's right. And they are great. So what I got out of that, and you guys have heard me on this podcast, is I love it when Lisa comes to bed confident. If I know she's confident, that is a turn on and it helps things. Well, what the book was explaining is that it is our job as men to build confidence in our women and our wives through conversation, whatever's leading up to the night, the, you know, not foreplay or anything like that, but the foreplay before the foreplay, I guess. And so I'm expecting my wife to be confident really at a flip of a switch, which is what men generally think sex can be is at a flip of a switch. And so that's been very um, eye-opening to me to realize and I guess I'm stupid, men are stupid, but she needed me to help her with her confidence that would then in turn help her be confident coming to bed. Yeah, and the counterpart to that is 
That's right. That's all great. If Jeff's even just checking in on me during the day and telling me he loves me, it all builds up to feeling wanted. Mm -hmm. But if he hasn't touched base all day, didn't thank me for dinner, didn't help me pick up, and then all of a sudden, hey, baby, why aren't you coming to bed in a nighty? Well, uh, sorry. Not to mention saying something that was hurtful. So the challenge for women is I have to receive that vertically. I have to go... I know that my Savior created me beautiful. That's the challenge, but it's a challenge. And so to where it doesn't matter what they say or do, it, it, I am fulfilled by Christ. Don't take the weight off of you guys. I'm just saying like... Well, I mean, that's kind of what I've been is doing is like finding, like reiterating, because I can't, I can't tell women that God pursues them and loves them right where they are and that they're all these beauty... Ad, um, affirmations over them when I can't, when I don't do that myself. So it's like, I can affirm myself and start like I, you know, trying to fight those lies, but that doesn't mean I want to jump in bed with Brian. You know what I mean? So it's a hard, it's a hard thing to reiterate those truths in my life. And then when Brian's not showing like that, we, we got out of it this week, but you know, it's like he used to send texts and check in. And now I think you're just scared of me. (laughs) (laughs) True that. Uh, Brian, (laughs) blink twice if you're afraid to go home. (laughs) Scared to go home. But that's the thing is like, you know, when you're talking about love banks is, you know, I feel like I have done well in the past to affirm you and to build you up and to give you that confidence. And it doesn't take much. That's right. To make that go bye bye that <laughs> love bank to shatter, and I shattered it by just being um, living in my flesh and being selfish. I think the word you used was doucher. Do doucher. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say this enough. Is like, guys, we're we're gonna fail, and it doesn't matter how much good you do. You're gonna fail, and um, it's it's part of uh, part of life in this fallen world that we live in, and you know the hope is that you realize it and God and you use it to God uses it to grow in you, and you uh, humble yourself enough to know that you were wrong, and so yeah, right. we talked to a couple this week and. Um, there was infidelity involved and we kind of went back to um, the fact that it takes time to rebuild that trust. And so you, even if you say something one time that doesn't fix everything, it's a process of rebuilding that trust. And so if he or she wants to go back and re hash through things in the middle of the night, it's like, okay, I'm going to do that because I love you and and we need to process this so, so that you can move forward. And we laugh because this happens every time we get into a situation. Brian's like, are we not done there? Like, are we done? Come on. We should be over this. But oh, no, I can't. Okay. We're going to send this as long as we need to. But I think that's really important to understand that just because one party feels like we should be there. We should we should be over it by now. If the other person needs time to process and keep going, it is your responsibility to show up and be there for them and allow them to process this and to heal from this in their time, not in your time, but in theirs, in order to fully regain trust or rebuild those things. So I think that's so important to note because... 
That's something that I keep seeing time, time and time again. It's like, well, you should trust me by now. It's like, well, who made you in charge of? Well, and conversely, if you want to never come out of that trust or never get past that point, yes. continually bring it up and say, why are we not past this? Yes. That'll, that'll, that'll continue or, right along. And I don't think, just for the, uh, to clear the air, I don't think I ever said that what? here recently in the last week. What? No, I'm just saying in general. Okay. Like, I'm just saying, no, we were talking about busting the trust. Like, just for me, like the... The, I don't even know what bank it is that we broke, but you know what I mean? Like rebuilding, <laughs> like feeling beautiful. The That's bank. what it was. There, we <laughs> talked about money. <laughs> yeah. That's but right. like rebuilding, like I'm feeling like I'm, I'm cherished in love for who I am. That I felt like was gone. And so rebuilding that, it doesn't, it's not the point where you're like, okay, I've given her five compliments. We should be there by now. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is a yeah. process of rebuilding and it just takes time. And so um, I appreciate you being, patient in that because I do want to get to the point where I'm confident in front of you and all that. Yeah. That's one of the topics we have down to talk about eventually, but I talk about this a lot where when, you know, marriage is building this pyramid and it's placing one block at a time and it's filling the love bank is a good analogy too, but the trust thing of you're building these little moments where somebody's had to put trust in you and you've come through that's placing a block and you've got this beautiful pyramid built. And there's something that maybe it picks the block off the top, but when you've broken someone's trust or when you've said something hurtful that takes away all of the compliments and stuff like that, it seems like there's a wrecking ball that takes, comes through that pyramid. And so then you start from scratch and it just, and that sucks because flesh takes over and flesh in a moment, you could say something that can remove all of that effort. And it's not effort. It's a matter. It's genuine love and appreciation for each other. But you're like, well, can I just pop this back up? And I talk with couples all the time where there's betrayal, where the guy's like, aren't you over it, over it yet? Or the girl or whoever was the offender. And it's like, no, I'm, I, I can forgive you. There's still a big rubble pile right here. I forgive you, but it's going to take a lot of work to rebuild this, this little tower again. Yeah. And, and I feel like as we move for forward in wholeness as couples, it's like cell phone, anything is, is not off limits. Everything like we were talking about that the other day, cause we're thinking about changing some of the, I don't know, whatever we use for cell phones and stuff like that to monitor. But I feel like those things are never off limits. At any time I can go to Brian's phone and pick it up and scroll through it. It's not that he's going, I mean, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but he's not like, what is she doing? She's invading my privacy. The only time I think as a man that you do that is when you, when you have something to hide. Yeah. So I, and, and truly the more I have access to his phone or his computer or whatever, the less I'm, I worry, the less I, the less those thoughts in my head become reality. And I, I write a whole story about what's going on (laughs) that you're not telling me about. So that transparency of just let it go. And like you said, if you have nothing to hide, don't hide anything, give her, give him or her everything um, in order to rebuild and grow that relationship because then it becomes stronger because I, at this point know that nothing's off limits and that really brings a lot of freedom. 
a lot of freedom. And you and I honestly help build trust. Um, none of us are perfect, so confess instead of get get getting caught. Mm-hmm. It'll it sucks. I mean, it's not like that doesn't break the bank or potentially breaks the bank, but it can. It's a easier rebuilding process. Yeah, if yeah. you can do that. Well, and when you know when I choose to go, I'm just going to look at your phone, babe. If he's like. Why? Why? What yeah, are you worried you get about? Defensive. And but I can go. I I'm not not trusting you right now. I just have some fears, and I f- I'll feel better. And but I don't do that anymore. I just go to him. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm hearing some lies lately, and I need you to clear them up. And just based on his reaction, his transparency, I don't care to look at his stuff. I do every now and then. I'm like, you know, I could pick up his phone and look through some things, and I have this feeling in my gut of I I really don't want to do that because I don't want to find something. Wow. And then I have to tell myself and tell God, I don't believe he's hiding things from me. So I have nothing to fear because God has all of this covered. Anyway, well, that's all I think all that's a, some of the level of trust is... That's right. You get to the point where I don't need to look at a phone or I don't, you know, whatever it is, and this, that, or the other. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, And you can get to a point where you can ask and just, babe, I'm feeling this way. Is there something you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I think and, that some people can do that and others can't. Because if you're just if you're being lied, if you have been lied to, you, you can't. It's it's just not. It, oh yeah, it's a much easier to, place. to yeah, yeah, pick yeah. up a phone. Yeah. and check that way versus go ask. Because if you're, you know, if yes. they've lied to your face, then you're not going to. It. But some you want to get. Have you want to get to that point, though, is what I'm saying. That you, you're not get. You trust don't want to trust me. That yeah. was the issue. Jeff was lying straight to my face for years. And so that was, he was, I could look at him in the eyes and he's like, that genuine look on his face. <laughs> saying, that oh, look I'm, right there. <laughs> seriously. And he was good at it. So I was with you. I would pick up his phone, but I would have that feel like I really was tired of finding stuff. I did not want to find it, but I had the gut feeling that I would. Uh, I, I'm with you, but then I just have to. But you, uh, so we, we want to get to that. You want to get to that. Right. Point, yeah. right. The more and more I and didn't that's achievable. find things, and are you saying that that I'm, I'm not accusing? Are you saying that's not achievable? Are you saying don't worry about it if I, you're not there yet? I haven't been saying? in a position where I've approached him. I've approached Brian, and he's admitted to a lie. Oh, that's okay. He will, and just because of Pat, lie about lying mm-hmm. about lying about lying, and so no, I haven't. I haven't been in a situation where I've. Well, that's a, that's you're you're actually right. That's a very good point. You're not going to be able to establish that trust without a, a confession or without Lisa coming to me and I'm saying, yeah, you know what, I, I have struggled with gambling, or I did do this, and and we've we've talked through it. And that's hard because hopefully Brian has nothing to confess, and so you're going to ask him for the next ten years, and he's clean, and he'll still say no, and you're going to be like, ah. But you then, know, but then, hopefully, hard. at some point in ten years or twenty or whatever it is, you get to the point where you you can. Hopefully, less time than that. But just yeah, go, yeah. I just no, I, I, just, I totally well, agree with what you're saying. Over and, and, and personally, with where we're at, like I, I trust God with Brian. Yeah. I trust yeah. God with Brian. Yeah, I trust God with Brian. And so, if something if something's there, it will come out. I a hundred percent believe that. That's right. But in the meantime, if he's acting shady. Like he's act, but like I said, he plays it really well. I don't know. 
I think I do believe that he's being honest with me and transparent with me. But if I had any doubts, I know I could just grab his phone and he wouldn't he wouldn't mind. And what sucks is he's acting I'm acting exactly how I would act normally, but I've done that before and it was shady. Mm-hmm. So now it's shady when it's like, no, it's just normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we got off that on that tangent. No. And that's no, the thing is I like you guys are amazing men and and we're so grateful that. for you and that's the thing is like you can achieve this these marriages where it is transparent and we do love each other well. It just takes work. You got to get yeah. to you have it's it's fight after fight and victory after victory and and you know, it, it's a process, but you can get there and you know, I've been in those places where I felt like there's no coming back from this and that's when I trust myself more than I trust God and what I can see. I have to trust God in those moments where I can't see victory um, because only he he puts us in those positions to say, okay, let me work so that I get the victory um, in your marriage. Yeah. yeah. And I think that we have these moments like of, like we've had the past week where we completely struggle in, what, in our marriage. And now I think we kind of talked about it on the men's podcast is like, I think that's right before a season of victory or there's something that God is mm-hmm. doing or is orchestrating that the enemy is trying to destroy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, good. I'm so excited. So, yeah. coming up. Just right around back. the corner. Well, I think the way it ties all back is really, I mean, honestly, I, I, I hope this sounds inspirational and not accusational, but that is where we, we are not in charge of changing them. And the accountability thing, I'm just going to reiterate, I don't think accountability is the right approach. I don't think policing is the right approach. Historically, that's not what's working. Men have not fallen out of their, men and women haven't fallen out of their sin cycle because somebody is sitting there beating them over the head. We have to say, I love you. I trust God with you. How can I walk with you and, and trust your creator? God created the person that we're married to exactly how he meant to. He put them in the home they needed to grow up in. He put them in the situations that wounded them. He put them in the uh, region that gave them a certain dialect. (laughs) He did everything intentional with the people that we married. And if we go in and try and refine and correct and beat them over the head with the right behavior, we're proclaiming we are a better creator than our creator. And so I will be the first to wear the Scar- is scarlet letter the right way to the, no i'll be the first to raise my, <laughs> I hope you're not wearing the scarlet letter. <laughs> raise my guilty flag of i have for years did i already talk about this yeah kind of for for years oh. pointed out the little annoying things about jeff that i think i needed to correct about him and god forbid had he had that big of a list for me i would have felt so unloved and you did That's, bring it up before. I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> anyway, I, I, if we're if we're doing that to our spouse, and that I, that includes me, always wondering if he's still gambling. If I do trust God with Jeff, I can't police him. I have to let that go, and that includes all the monitoring software. And I'm not saying this is what you guys need to do. If this is something that helps Brian, I think it's important that you guys keep that in place. 
Um, but I think it's a bigger picture. I think it's a picture of what can we do to go back to the cycle of shame that got us to into our sin. My sins, you know, I've got a lot of them, so I can't even point out the big the big ones. But criticism is a sin because I'm judging people. So what is that? What what makes me angry to where I have to criticize and be passive aggressive? Going back to the first few instances in our lives that made us make a decision that we keep going back to in that shame, we've got to dig that up because the behavior modification is not working. We need to go to a heart modification. And I'm not in charge of that for Jeff. Mm -hmm. I'm in charge of that for me. I'm not proclaiming that I'll be perfect at it in any stretch of the imagination. Um, But I will tell you what, what letting go of his daily Bible reading plan has done. And there's still times I'm like, that was fast. (laughs) 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 Who am I going to say? You got up and you read the Bible. You didn't spend 30 minutes. You're going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Were you on your phone the whole time? (laughs) But that's the enemy. I do skim through numbers. (laughs) Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. I skimmed through most of the no, Old I think, Testament. I think that's a that's a great point. And I think that that's really the issue here is like in areas where we want to change our spouse, it's an opportunity to give them over to the Lord and say, God, I trust you more. And I pray that we find the goodness in our spouse and we look to that. God, show us um, the goodness. And and it was, it was cool because I met with some women yesterday and one of them said something and I'm like, dang it, I have not been doing that this week. But she's like, I fight for my husband in prayer. I pray for him because... I I want to spur him on to be a warrior. And I'm like, yeah, I need to do that. And so (laughs) we're walking this life out imperfectly, but God sees our heart in what we're doing. And so I think it's just, we've got to release those things to the Lord. And so I appreciate you doing that as well. Like the things that we were talking about today, like trusting God um, with my my struggles. And um, because... I mean, I'm I I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but I just I I do feel like that will help us to move forward and and not have those unmet expectations lingering. Yeah. That's really good. There's my pile of tissues. I go. I'm, it's nice that we're laughing now. It's I'm fun. I'm going to collapse it's out of good. this chair when we're done recording. I'm so tired. So drained. Tonight, I don't know. I got it's energy. A, I'm ready to go. It's, wow. a, it's a late night. You can finish up for the next half hour. <laughs> um, no, I, I, again, I'm, I'm super appreciative for you got of you guys, um, and just and want to, like I said earlier, just want to encourage people to give us feedback. Yeah. Yeah. There's things that, that, that rubbed you the wrong way, or there's things that were, you know, meaningful. We want to hear it and we need to hear it. Sometimes I feel like we're just talking in these microphones and nobody listens, but, (laughs) um, evidently there's, there's some out there that do. And so praise God for that. Yeah. We're up to over 300 people a week. So a few people listen. That's really, that's that's really humbling. 300 a week. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'll just say I'm I'm super thankful that we had this conversation. And that's the thing is like when we choose to do hard things, God blesses that. And this was super hard. So I'm glad we took it to the podcast and worked through it. And so I I mean, I love you, Brian, and I love you, Jeff, in a different way, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like articulate Same that way. But well, I don't want to be like you. But I <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you, but I don't want to be anything like you. So I'm super grateful. And that's, it's just reiterating the fact that when we choose to do hard things, God blesses that. And, and then we're able to move forward because I feel like this is now left behind and we can move forward and, and what God has for us in this podcast and, um, us doing life together. And this is about as real as it gets, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. You guys, please know. Please know more you real. You know, here it is. <laughs> we don't have it, our act together and our, uh, we, we struggle. It's just ours is more public than most. So I think our first t-shirt for our oh, podcast boy. needs to be hashtag take it to the podcast. <laughs> there is something, we've said it before about these microphones where you just, just vomit all the things. So yep. sorry, you guys, you get to hear all the real I just hope it resonates because I I really think that, you know, this is a a prime example of you guys, your heart is good. You meant it for good and it just didn't, didn't deliver well. And, and so I know your hearts and I know that you're for us. And so it just, the enemy gets a hold of that and just twists it all up. So I'm just grateful. We, we, we worked it out, got it out there because a lot of times, you know, Satan does his stuff in. He does his deception and his um, manipulation in darkness and when we're alone. And so when we bring it to the light, that's when the enemy loses power. So that's I'm right. grateful to walk with you guys and you're on, you're being on the same page with us to bring it to the light and, and discuss, work through it. Yeah, we're so thankful for you guys. Thank you. Thankful for forgiveness and second chances and vulnerability and confidence. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just the pursuit of of being better and and challenging each other, encouraging each other. It's not a bad thing. We just have to keep keep the light of of what the intention is and what our focus needs to be. So yeah. And on both sides too. And I don't want to like, I don't, I felt like this was kind of a like bash on men thing. It's not that at all. It's, we have, we have our, our struggles and, and what we deal with too. So it's definitely two sided. So I, I want to put that out there too. There's no, there's no, we're better than cause we're a hot mess. Or I am a hot mess. I'll stay in my circle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ultimately, let's uh, challenge each other to modify our hearts. And that's vertical. And that's all we can do. And that's I can pursue um, being better by having a better heart and talking to God and going to God with that. And then and then and we'll be blessed. So I appreciate you guys. And to our listeners, thank you for hanging in there with us. And thank you. Thankful, especially to our friend who challenged us. And I hope that's evidence to any of you guys who choose to disagree with what we're saying. We want to hear it. We're not afraid of it. We need to be challenged. That's how we grow. We don't We don't want to just hear an echo chamber of people telling us exactly what we already believe. We want to be challenged in some things and we get to choose what we delete. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Suckers. <laughs> that's good. All right. All right. Good night, you guys. Yep. Love good you night. guys. We love, love you guys. guys. Bye. Bye.